welcome to the Drag Me to the Movies podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Ned. And in this episode, we're going to talk about Unfriended from 2014, uh, directed by Levon Gibrazzi. I'm hoping I said that right. Starred Heather Sussman, Matthew Borer, Courtney Halverson, Shelley Hennig, Moses Storm, and a slew of other angsty teens. Mm. Ned. Yes. I know I, I recommended this and I watched this when it came out back in 2014 at a drive in movie theater. And Wait, you went to a drive in theater to see this? I did. I okay. did. It was. Was it playing it with was, something uh, else? It was, but I can't remember what it was because I would not have gone to see this otherwise. Okay. Uh, so the other yeah, movie this, is the one you were there for. Yeah. This this was number like this was like first in line. And then the second I, came, I went for was that one but i can't remember what it was okay um so yeah so this is a horror film and it's not typically my uh you know my bag so uh yeah so let's talk about it ned what'd you think um yeah so it's not the worst movie i've ever seen it's yeah um, i would agree it's got some things that i like some things that i feel were i guess fairly new but maybe at the same time not. Um, I feel that this was obviously one of the ones that was made before COVID. So I also have to kind of give it some of that leniency. The premise isn't really anything new. There's obviously like this did get a sequel. Not sure if you're aware of that. I was not. I haven't heard good things, but I don't know. This one I feel is kind of... As far as horror goes, I uh, I don't know. I'm on the fence. I'm really okay. on the fence with this one. There are other movies like this, like The Den is one that I think was on Netflix. I have not seen that personally. Um, I did go watch a trailer after I had heard about it. And it's definitely kind of more of the whole kind of chat roulette type thing going on with it. Uh, where instead of like being killed through the screen you're witnessing like people torturing somebody else and you know being in that scenario with the one girl in here is trying to help through chat roulette to get the cops over there um kind of had that vibe going for it there's also okay. one called open windows which actually has elijah wood in it um i remember watching that that was pretty interesting and one that doesn't use skype but zoom that did come out kind of during covid was called the host or sorry just host not the host host um and that one it's a shorter film and i definitely think if i were to pick between these two movies i would go with host over unfriended uh and then okay. there's also ones that aren't necessarily horror but i think they do a very good job of kind of demonstrating what they were going for with this movie is missing and searching so in that one, you have a father who's trying to find his daughter, and he's pretty much using all the social media stuff and whatever he can through Facebook and stuff to find out details about his daughter and kind of figure out what happened to her. So there's definitely a lot of other people who've tried to tackle this, and I always respect movies that try to tell stories in a different fashion. And this is... Definitely one of those. So there's a lot of aspects here that I appreciate. Like, number one, 
they got Skype, they got Google in here, they got YouTube, Chat Roulette, um, some of the name brand stuff. They're not just like making up names and stuff like that. So they have the legit stuff in here. Yeah. So fun fun fact about that. <clears throat> uh, they the um, profiles that they utilized in mm-hmm. the movie. Uh, actually exist on Facebook, so you can actually go to them. Still to this day? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Mm. Okay. Yep. Not sure why I'd want to, but okay. Right. I, I think it was more <laughs> of a, like, uh, outside of the film immersion kind of thing. Right. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's just a fun fact is, uh, even the one in Skype, like the Billy uh, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Now that one, I don't know if it's still out there, but that, that was uh, also uh, a profile. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I haven't used Skype in a couple of years, so kind of interesting to see how that goes. Um, And you also have to realize that this was, you know, right now it's 10 years old. So the tech was definitely a little bit less satisfying. Connections were still crap. You get buffering and stuff, which to note, she's on her laptop in Skype. And her feed is also getting buffered. I don't know how that happens, other than maybe a shitty laptop. But you know, I'll give the that a pass. Um, there's also some nice touches I think they do with the communication, where it also kind of gets a little frustrating. Where you know the girl's typing a message, and like she'll stop and then delete the line and retype it, and like she's really kind of formulating in her head. And I know me personally, that's how I type like right. flip flop words or debate what I'm going to say type things. So I thought they did a very good job with that aspect of things. Mm-hmm. The cyberbullying aspect of things is definitely in here. Um, each of them had a part in that uh, character's death. So I, I don't know. And there's a few characters in here that obviously you're meant to really hate, but I really don't see a redeeming quality to any of these characters per se. No. Like Mitch, maybe, but the only guy gets those pity points from my point of view. Uh, Ken, he's just kind of the typical, like, oh, I know technology and I'm a smart ass type person that I, I don't know. Doesn't yeah. really, uh, make me take his side. So none of these characters are really ones I enjoyed. And I think that was kind of intentional as well. What were your thoughts on that? Yeah, so I, I agree. Um, I, I will say, I think they did a good job at kind of uh, doing a, um, a reversal uh, mid film, mid end film with uh Blair and Mitch, because uh, they really they really make it seem since it's from the point of view of Blair that she's like this innocent. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll say it just because it plays into it. Virgin, mm-hmm. who is like pure at heart and, you know, all this stuff. And Mitch is kind of like the the sex craved boyfriend who just has that on his mind and right. is kind of scummy. And as it plays on, they're all scummy. But really, Mitch is probably the least scummy out of all of them. Mm hmm. And uh, Blair even kind of throws him under the bus at the end. And yeah. so, yeah, I, I would agree. Mitch, Mitch is really the probably the the only one that would be redeemable out of any of them. Yeah, because like, you know, we're kind of meant to lead 
to believe Blair is kind of the innocent one uh, throughout the beginning, and then you kind of discover that you know she cheated on Mitch, and she's ultimately the one that uh, recorded the video. Um, so yeah, she's kind of a piece of shit. All of them kind of play into that as well. Uh, but Blair being the worst of them, I would say, is kind of fitting. Um, yeah. Did I kind of predict it happening? Kind of, a little bit. Um, there's also, like, a lot of weird stuff in here for me where, like, she gets kind of horny over Mitch having a knife and using it on her. Um, yeah. I don't know, like... That's a kink kids have these days. Uh, uh, well, I I kind of took it as like it's a, it was a fun escalation kind of thing, not necessarily like a ooh you got a knife pointed at me kind of, you know, more of like a role play kind of thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. If that's your thing, I guess that can do <laughs> it. Uh, so so they shouldn't point a knife at you is what you're saying. I I don't think that would help me. Okay, <laughs> wouldn't do it for you. All right. No, no. So yeah. <sighs> I don't know what else I can really say that's good about it. Like the sounds in this movie, I didn't like them. Like I know they're meant to be there to kind of add like kind of some sense of drama, but ultimately I just felt like they were more annoying to me than anything. Yeah. Um, yep. The jump scare aspect of things. Like I honestly felt is more impactful to see the characters staring off at nothing than when they actually showed like, you know, the, hair iron down the throat or the blender thing. I'm just like, it's not it's number one, that shocking for me. Like now I'm also probably desensitized <laughs> since I've I was going to say you're dead inside though. So, so. much horror before, but <laughs> I don't know. They just seem kind of cheap jump scare type things to me. See, I, I thought they were kind of creative. I, okay. I do agree that, that the, the blind staring was badass because you don't know what's going on. You don't know if the video mm -hmm. froze because they're not blinking. Right. Especially you know, like with Val when she was like right. just sitting there and then you saw her phone start to vibrate across. Like I was like, okay, this, this kind of works. Like if they do a lot of this, I'm good. And like have that one final scare. Um, but ultimately the scares didn't really get me. The sounds were annoying. Um, and I, I felt like if they would have gone more of the kind of Jaws route where they really don't show as much would be beneficial to it. Okay. That's, that's kind okay. of where I sit. Yeah, um, that's fair. I mean, I, 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 like I said, I kind of appreciated how kind of creative they got with some of that. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever seen a curling iron shoved down somebody's throat, you know, and burning it from the inside. Right. I thought which, that was kind of brutal, right? There's only so um, much you can do kind of with that type of environment that you're behind a computer screen and camera that that's where right. you're at. Um, I, I think the cheapest of them, which could have been a little bit better was Ken's death. Um, mm. Especially the build up to it with somehow being attached to a webcam in his room like that. That to me didn't really like play in very well with uh, the roles of what a specter can do inside, you know, technology. Like, mm -hmm. where was this webcam coming from? Do they all of a sudden have webcams? You know what I mean? Yeah, and it looked like it was uh, in a heating vent or something. Yeah, a heating vent or a hamper or something. But, yeah. like, yeah, that, that I mean, it was kind of cool in a way to say, like, oh, he's being stalked next. But I think if they would have stuck to the electrical side of things, you know, um, like the lights going off and on, 
stuff like that i yeah. I, I feel like would have been more more in in line with how everything else was going yeah i agree and then like i don't know the ghost i think you know it started kind of playing with them too like sharing photos and posting things to facebook for people to see like right. i thought that aspect of things was kind of all right and kind of you know it mm-hmm. just plays upon society and where we're going uh with everyone's lives being digital and whatever you do if it's captured on film or audio you're exposed um there's no sense of privacy anymore you know right which is really yeah, what I, I felt this was trying to tackle the most and i think a lot of people might not do that directly in a film but horror opens up the window to kind of easily tackle something like that but in kind of a i don't know humorous almost satire way yeah i feel like this movie probably would have been more impactful uh around the time that it came out because it was i mean 2014 right facebook was out since 2004 so it, i mean it it's been out for a while, but it had been more popularized around that time. You know, internet speeds were, were getting higher mm-hmm. at that time or faster at that time too. So it was more accessible. Right. I think, it, I think, yeah, it really took like something that was already kind of scary, especially to like the older generations and, and it played into a, you know, Oh no, it's, it's also uh, not, uh, you know, it's not off the list of things that, uh, <laughs> that demons and specters and whatever else you want to call this. Right. Uh, can get to. Right. Which, you know, they could have gone like the fear.com uh, route. But yeah, that's a whole another ordeal. Um, but as you said, and I think I mentioned earlier, this is definitely something of its time. And it's funny, I was actually going back to like see what some other people were saying about it review wise. And it's interesting that some of the critics from that time were kind of talking about it like, oh, like, Oh, movie with people behind their webcams, and that's the only interaction with people living in the same city or town or whatever. And I was like, "Yeah, this was definitely pre-COVID because that was the thing during quarantine for sure." Right. Yep. So, like, there's that whole aspect of things that you know what technology is capable of might have a different impact on people down the road. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So let me let me ask you this. So it kind of starts off. You know, with um, uh, and un- I mean, it's Blair, but you don't know it at the time. Somebody's searching a YouTube video and then yeah, reading an article and, yeah. and then going to Live Leak. Have you ever gone to Live Leak before? I don't think so, or at least not intentionally. Yeah, I had. Uh, I was a curious little boy, and I wish I had not gone to that site because there is some screwed up shit on there. No, uh, I tend to just but, stay away. I don't know if you would consider that like a dark web page, but. I never really ventured on uh, that too much. Yeah, it's it's I mean it's not dark web by definition, but it's definitely rides that line. Right. Um like I I I'll admit when I when I watched it at the time was when uh the Taliban was like real big and before they had or it was after they had um uh you know attacked America and everything and right. we were at war with them in Iraq. And they were beheading people, right? Right. And I forget how. I think it was somebody in school had sent it to me, but it was it was a video of something being beheaded, and it was on Live Leak, and there was mm. a lot of stuff like that on there, and and yeah. So like, I, I saw one thing, and I was like, nope, I never want to see this again, and I've not been back to that site since. 
Yeah, and, I don't uh, even know if it's yeah. still around. I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll find out. <laughs> yeah, maybe we're giving it too much attention. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a it's a messed up place. Yeah, I can't um, advise anyone to go out there and uh, check out that website and see if it still exists. Just don't do it. Yeah, yeah, we don't recommend it here. No, uh, it was dissolved anyway two years ago, so okay. you can't. Yep, good. But I'm sure there's been several other websites that have replaced it. Yeah. So you you talked about the technology part quite a bit. I mm-hmm. I think you talked about this a little bit, but just to call out like the artifacting, yes. them keeping it in the in the movie, I thought was fantastic. Yeah, I um, respected it. I did get overused a little bit too much for me, maybe. Um, yeah, agreed. I agreed, but it, it did happen a lot. Time. Oh yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah the Very average internet so. speed in 2014 was 31 megabits per second. Mm-hmm. So yep. Uh, yeah. We didn't have we didn't have the bandwidth to do uh you know quality video at that time. So packets were dropped, they dropped and yep. you didn't get to see people's faces. So Indeed. I thought again, I, I appreciated it. One mm-hmm. thing I did pick up on that I thought was funny, and I'm curious if you did, is there's a point where she's doing something and she's like, Oh, and Ken's like, share your screen, and he sh- and she does. Mm-hmm. And she shows what she wants to show. And then she pulls up her iMessage to Mitch and starts talking to him. Yeah. And she never stops sharing her screen. Yeah. But nobody acknowledges it. Like, I I thought that was a pretty funny part. There's Uh, a lot of, like, to be able to tell a story with that tech at the time, like, I overall felt they did a good job. Yeah, there's stuff like that. And then there's the part where she's talking directly to Mitch, not sharing her screen. But you can see the other people having a conversation behind her where she would still be hearing that audio, but you don't hear Right, it. it's muted. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Which, you know, there, there's things around that, but the fact that you're hearing her type and that's coming through and all that jazz, like, you would still be hearing those other people. Um, right. Unless you use push to talk. But, you know, that's a whole other thing. Right. And then... Which you know, I'm not overall, sure this, if that was the thing then. It's all... <laughs> kicked off with the ghost essentially pulling the group together into a group chat when those two were already in like a private chat, which I was like, whoa. Um, when they were doing knife fetish time. Right. Right. <laughs> like, you know, just thinking about all the times you've been talking with someone, just having someone drop in is like, wait, what? Right. I, I mean, I haven't used Skype that much in that way to know if that was possible at the time. Um, no. But that definitely is like, oh, well, hey, everybody, what the hell are you doing here? And, oh, who the hell's that person? Like, yeah, that's that's where I'd be shutting off the computer and waiting to boot it back up safely. Disconnect it from the internet, make sure there's no viruses on it. Yeah, I I did. I did appreciate to that point uh, when when Ken gives them the the rootkit removal or whatever it was. And uh, Blair's the one struggling. Mm-hmm. And instead of letting it run, she's clicking everything on the screen and undoing it and running it again and undoing it. And mm-hmm. like that's as, as a support, an oh IT God, support yes. person, that is spot on to how people react. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I, yeah, I think they I think they did a good job. And again, they smudged some of the the real technical ability mm-hmm. of some things. But I think I think it was to support the story. And, I, you know, I'm OK with most of it. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about one more thing, at least from my side. Okay. Uh, did you have kids in your grade, either in, in 
probably not in college because you and I went to the same college. I don't think there were people like this there, but in like high school, did you have kids like this that were so high angsty about everything? You know what I mean? Like these, I, I often talk when I review these films about the relatability mm-hmm. of, of these people. I've never met anyone in my life that is so high angsty as these, these teens were uh, in their call. Uh, I definitely did not experience it in college, but I, I do recall knowing some people that would behave like this. And those were people I tended to stay away from. Yeah. I mean, I, I would have too, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's the fact that I've, I've, I did stay away. Yeah. That I don't know people like this, but yeah, man, like the shit, the problems that they were complaining about was like the most shallow shit. And it's just like, oh, whoa. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I mean, like your your lives are so hard, but you're doing this yourselves. Like, what what is yeah. going on? There are definitely character traits they introduce that are kind of your typical, like, I don't know, the the druggy guy who sells drugs and does things, and the one who's a little bit more respectable and reports things to the police or whatever. You got the virgin. You got the ones a little bit more slutty and wild. You have the geek. You have all these different traits and tropes and things that play into these characters, which definitely, you know, might not make them super relatable. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. But all right. There, overall, there was like, one more thing after I, you're I, done here. Sorry, yeah, good. I, I just I don't think like watching host. I feel that there was better acting there compared to this. Not to necessarily say these are the worst actors. I mean to. Do what they did in this scenario. I felt mostly like they represented their character well. I just hate all the characters. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that. Um, yeah, so what, last thing I just thought of is, what did you think about the Spotify interactions in the film? The Spotify interactions? Yeah, so like there are times where like uh, iTunes though wasn't is that what it was? I thought it was Spotify. Maybe it was was iTunes iTunes because it was on a Mac. Okay, but either way, what what are your thoughts on that? Like, I thought that was a cool, yeah, uh, addition. I thought that was really cool. And honestly, like, I one of the things I always want to do, and I don't know, did you ever use iTunes much? No, I've never used iTunes. Okay, so one thing with iTunes was it had these smart playlists. Which essentially, like, you could set up a playlist and it would only bring back songs you haven't listened to within the past five days. So stuff doesn't get, like, super repetitive for you. Um, okay. You could do s- certain playlists like that that I just always thought was kind of interesting. So to kind of see reminded me of that. And I think it was pretty smart how they used it. All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's all I have for this film. Anything else you want to add? Yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know if there's anything else worth saying, really. Yeah. Yeah, you and I talked before we recorded that this is kind of a uh, take it at face value kind of film. So there's not a whole lot of depth or anything to really look into. Right. Um, so why don't why don't we go to scoring? I know there's another topic you want to talk about. So, yes. What uh? What do you want to rate this one? Uh, for me, I kind of settled at a two out of five. Oh damn! Oh damn! Like I would almost go two point five, but I just I I I can't. Okay. Yeah, I just can't. 
Do you think it would be higher if you haven't seen Host? Um, if I hadn't seen Host or any of the other ones that are like this, maybe a little bit higher. But since I have seen those, no. Okay. Okay. I, I just feel like there's a little bit more they could have done with the kills or suspense. That that's ultimately yeah, that's... where I penalize this movie for personally. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to argue with you on that. Now, I I landed at a two point five out of out of five. Um, okay. I I I just appreciated kind of the uniqueness of it. But as you listed off at the beginning, it wasn't necessarily the only one that's done this. But it's probably one of the first that did. It is one of the and, early ones that probably did it. I mean, there's always been historically something. Oh, new technology. Let's use that for a movie. Right. Right. Yeah, I think I think Tron, just that's uh, computer related, right? So that's true. That's true. That's true. And you should add that to the list, by the way. You haven't seen Tron. I have not seen Tron. What about add Tron Legacy? List. Add it to the list. Oh, man. What do you mean? Oh, man, I'm giving that you list, content. That list keeps growing, man. Well, that means we're going to have to do this podcast for years and years and years. <laughs> so many. Movies. I didn't know it was like that. I guess we're going to have to have a hard filled talk after this yeah, episode. <laughs> you might no all right but... so yeah so we settled about uh, about two to two five then so yes why don't we talk about your next topic yeah so i wanted to try and start doing something with the podcast that adds a little bit more uh flavor and potentially exposes some of these other movies that you haven't seen like tron or tron legacy um right let's kind of go and talk about the movies you're excited for this year i know we kind of mentioned it in a previous episode we would do this and i was hoping it would be out in january but you know time rationale all that stuff happens life changes so right let's name like three to five movies you might be excited for this year okay do you have five i have five okay so let let's let me let me suggest this to kind of shake it up a little bit Okay. Could you, in a quick fashion, order them in your most anticipated to your least anticipated? Yes. Okay, I, I just did as well. Um, so why don't we take turns? <clears throat> we'll start at our fifth uh, most excited film we are for, uh, for this year. Okay. Do you want me to start? I can start first. All right, you go ahead. So the first one I have for my least anticipated is the Jordan Peele uh, movie that's going to be coming out, which I think is... I don't know if it's titled four, but it's his fourth movie. Uh, anything Jordan Peele does is definitely on my radar and something I'm excited for. Okay. Is it what, what genre is it in? I have a feeling it's going to be horror, but I don't think there's enough details out about it to know for sure. Okay. All right. Uh, so my fifth, uh, anticipated film of 2024 is Sonic the Hedgehog three. Oh, yeah, I've I've been pretty uh pretty pleasantly surprised and, and happy with the direction they've been taking Sonic. You know, I, I appreciate what they did with it. Like number one, adapting from what they released in that trailer. Um definitely was interesting. And I also respect the Jim Carrey. I'm curious if we'll see a uh larger Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. This is by no by no um way going to be a blockbuster hit by mm-hmm. any means, but Right. I, you know, with my gaming background and stuff, I'm excited. Yeah, that's fair. So what's your number four? Uh, number four for me is Furiosa. I l- enjoy the Mad Max films and especially like what they did with Mad Max Fury Road, which I'm assuming you've seen. That movie was just like high octane fun for me. 
Uh, and I'm curious to see what they do with a story for Furiosa, which, you know, it's the Anna Taylor Joy portraying Furiosa. So I'm always curious yeah. to see what she brings to the table. Honestly, Fury uh, Fury Road should have been Furiosa. <laughs> it was it was mostly about her anyway. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah. But yeah, no, so Fury, Furiosa was my fifth until I saw Sonic 3 was coming out this year. Okay, and it dropped to six. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for it. Nice. All right, my number four is Borderlands. Okay. So they're making a movie adaptation of the video game Borderlands. Yep. I'm excited uh, for that. I'm not super familiar with Borderlands. Uh, I have not had a chance to play the game much. I know it's kind of like a post-apocalyptic type scenario, right? Yeah. Yep. So it's basically on other planets, and uh, I'm I'm gonna get the lore of it incorrect because it's been a while. But there's basically vaults that have been put there by other beings, mm-hmm. and there are people trying to profit off of them, profiteers. And uh, there are people who are able to use like magic, uh, who are like to try and help get the vaults open for the right reasons. And Right. Uh, it's just the the personalities in in the games are over the top and hilarious and like it just I'd love to see I'd love to see that uh, translate to the big screen. Nice. Sounds like fun. All right. All right. What's your number three, man? Uh, number three is Argyle, which I I just saw the trailer. I really thought uh looked appealing, and uh, surprisingly, it's out. I've heard some mixed reviews about it, uh, but I do intend to go see it, and I think I'm actually going to go see it tomorrow. So I'm still excited to see it. Okay, very cool. What's your number three? Um, my number three is Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. That is I... on my extended anticipated mm. list, which is okay. on Letterboxd. Nice. I am I am excited for it. Uh, you know, we watched Beetlejuice uh, mid to late last year, mm-hmm. and uh, I really, 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 really enjoyed it. So I'm curious to see if they can uh, capture that lightning in a bottle a second time. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to see that one too. All right, what's your two? Number two for me is Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse. Um, I loved what they did with Into the Spider-Verse and Across the Spider-Verse. Um, where the first one was definitely just like, I don't know, fun. The second one definitely had like some heavier tones to it, but still so good. And then this third one, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited for it. So I've, I've not seen the second one yet. Um, and I held off because of all of the drama that came out of it being a part one. Right. So I think with the release of this next one, I'll, I'll probably watch both, um, maybe one at home and one in the theater. So. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. All right, number two for me is, and I'm only going to say the first part of it, is the new Joker movie. Mm. I am excited about that. Now, I'll tell you, from my understanding, it's it's a musical, or it's got musical aspects into it, which I'm not excited about, but I really like the first Joker, so I'm, I'm excited yeah, to see where they take it, this one. That one is also on my extended list and did not make the top five. <sighs> I did not hear that it was a musical, but uh, what is it? Fully I do, whatever it is. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's intriguing to me mainly because, you know, it's Joaquin Phoenix back as Joker. Uh, Lady Gaga seems like she's going to be kind of playing a Harley Quinn type character. Uh, yep. So, yeah, I'm definitely willing to give that a chance. All right. So number one, Ned, don't say it yet. 
I have a yeah. feeling we have the same film as number one, okay? We could. So on, on three, let's both say it. Okay. And if we're wrong, if we're different, then we'll let you explain yours, okay? So one, well, either two, way, we'll let you explain. It. It. Yeah. Okay. You ready? Yeah. One, two, three, Deadpool. Deadpool three. Yep. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my god, yeah. I'm so excited. Like, number one, the fact that they got Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine, I'm excited for that. Yeah, it, absolutely. Deadpool. I love what they did with Deadpool. Um, Ryan Reynolds is killing it as that character. And mm-hmm. now that they get to play with the multiverse and could have anybody come in as like a cameo for Wolverine or any of the other characters, I just I'm excited to see what they do with this one. Yeah, agreed. I mean, if it was just Deadpool again in in the third one, I would have I would have been as excited. But oh yeah, the fact same. that Wolverine's in it, oh, yeah. I'm so I'm so excited. And he's in the yellow suit, something yeah. I've wanted to see for so long. Yep. Yeah, and and take take as well that other than uh, uh, old man Logan or whatever it was called, I can't remember. But Logan, just um, Logan. Logan, just Logan. Uh, how Logan was the first time we got to really see Wolverine actually like using his claws and and killing people with oh them, my God, right? Yeah. Uh, so violent. Deadpool's Deadpool's also rated R, so yeah, we're probably going to see more of that, and it's probably going to be ridiculous because it's Deadpool. So yeah, I'm all I'm all about this. Yeah, same. So I did do like a full top 10 personally. Uh, the ones that we haven't mentioned, uh, Ghostbusters has a new one coming out that looks like fun. Yep. There's going to be another Gladiator movie. I saw that. And then there's going to be a Hellboy movie. Maybe. I'm hoping it comes out this year. Uh, the Crooked Man is the character or antagonist in it, which I've read that comic. I've enjoyed that. And I I know The Conjuring 2 had a little bit about the crooked man in it, but I'm really looking forward to see what Hellboy does with it. Very cool. I did not see that on any list, so yeah. that's that's interesting. I'm hoping. I'm I'm really hoping it's good. Like the Hellboy historically, there's the Ron Perlman um Del Toro films, which they're fun, they're great. Um even the kind of reboot that they did with the David Harper in it. I didn't hate it. I think they tried to go a little bit more comic book accurate, but at the same time, it just, it missed the mark on something. I've never really sat down to analyze it as to what so, it was. I, I spaced out for a sec because I was Googling something. Mm-hmm. Did you say David Harper is not going to be in this one? I don't know for sure. You don't know for sure. Okay. I don't. Gotcha. Yeah, I haven't really heard too much other than I saw it was listed as something that comes out this year. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Now, so you, you mentioned about your extended list being on uh, Letterboxd. Uh, do you want to, uh, you know, give it a little bit of a uh, shout out? Yeah, um, you know, we are both on Letterboxd, um, which is Letterboxd, like Kimball pronounced it. Um, but I'm slash a dangerous mix. Here's slash John Kimball with a three. Yep. Um, I tend to do a lot of logging in my diary of what I've watched, giving it some star ratings. Sometimes I'll write a review for it. Uh, but I've also been enjoying kind of making lists of different things. Uh, so I did a top list of what I liked in 2023, what I didn't like. Uh, and I'm just kind of working on anything. If they want to have a request, I can 
put together a list for it. I know I have one uh, from Kimball himself, who is looking for a list of kind of popular indie movies that I recommend. So yeah. That's yep. in progress. Awesome. Now, yeah. you also use that for movies that I haven't seen. Is that a public list or is that a private one? Currently, it's private, but I can make it public. <clears throat> no, I, I think we keep it private. Let's keep okay. them guessing. Yeah. Keep them, keep them guessing. Keep, keep suggesting some, too. Maybe we'll discover some more that he has. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. We love it when the uh, audience interacts with us. So uh, yeah. by all means, reach out to us. We're on threads uh, to the movie pod. Uh, we're on Facebook. Uh, drag me to the movies. So mm-hmm. look us up. Um, you know, message us, let us know what do you like and what do you not like and what do you want to see more of? Yeah. Um, you know, it's 2024, it's a year start off and, you know, shake things up if we want to. And I, I love that we did this list. That was kind of a fun, a fun little, uh, thing. So nice. We'll have to, we'll have to inject more, more things like that as we move forward. Yeah. I would love to get into like some older lists, like our favorite childhood movies or anything really <clears throat> that you want yeah. to draw from. Yeah, I'd be down. I would be down. Nice. Awesome. Well, well, let's talk about the next recommendation. Yeah. What do you uh, What do you got for me? It's your turn. So you mentioned to me that you haven't seen Hacksaw Ridge. Um, it's I true. Have. It's It's a good movie. Um, so I think we should watch that one and talk about it. Okay. Yeah. I I uh, it kind of was off my radar, and then through my uh, scrolling of TikTok late into the wee hours of the morning. Uh, I found clips of Hacksaw Ridge, and it seems very interesting. So, uh, I mean, it's got uh, World War II, Czech, which, you know, I'm all about World War II movies, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's got a different spin to the way it's it's looking at it from the medic perspective. So I'm looking forward to that uh, overall. Um, nice. So, yeah. Very cool. Indeed. I'm excited. Well, I think that's going to wrap us up then, right? Yep. All right. Well, thanks again. Be sure to check us out on our on our socials. Uh, we already already mentioned those. And uh, Ned, thanks for letting me uh, drag you to this film. Yeah. Thanks for uh, you know maybe the light torture. Uh, I I enjoyed it. Oh, Ned, somebody's calling into the Discord call. Oh no. Bye. Bye <laughs>